0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Randy Russnak speaking. This show, Cooking with the Hazelnuts, today is so jam-packed full of information, there is not even any room for commentary. Oh, man. I know, but what are you going to do? Today, we'll be talking about making spinach pie, making meatloaf in an air fryer, and a surprise. And now, on with the show. Pardon me, did I hear you say Spinach. Spinach. No, no spinach. Take away that the
1: awesome greenery. No spinach. If you want to be like I want you to be, follow this carefully. You've
2: got to eat your spinach, baby. That's
1: the proper thing to do. It'll keep you kind of healthy, too. And what it did for Popeye, it will do for you. You've got to eat your spinach.
3: Hello everyone, I am here to talk about and make spinach pie. Now it's interesting because I remembered that I had another recipe for it but I didn't realize that I could put my hands on it. So I think I'm going to actually do a little bit with both uh, because I found some interesting tips. Now there are different kinds of spinach pie. This is the Greek spinach pie, which is called spanakopita. S P A N A K O P I T A. Now, I have had spinach pie made with a bread dough, which I don't like as much. But this one is made with a flaky pastry phyllo dough. It comes in a long box with two rolls of sheets of very thin dough. And I used to be afraid thinking, oh man, this will be hard to do. It's not. It's very easy. I used to, In a little while after I tell you more about it, I'm going to go in the kitchen and I'm going to do the first step of this. Now this is a pie that's filled Sometimes with different kinds of cheeses, usually feta and herbs, uh, which often are parsley, there could be some dill and nutmeg. And if I can get my hands on some dill tomorrow, and then sometimes people use feta and parmesan or feta and ricotta. I hadn't remember, I think the feta is a little strong and the ricotta balances it nicely. And when I get ricotta, I typically like to get polio or sargento. I just like the texture of them a little bit better. It's also uh, common to use different kinds of onions. Now, one person who I read said that several different kinds of onions by color, yellow, red, and green, she thinks is one of the main secrets in it. Um, I have leeks, and that's probably all I'm going to do. People here, other than myself, are not huge onion eaters, and they will eat them if they're cooked, but um, I probably will spare a little bit on the onion. The big, big, big trick... In making this pie is to take all of the moisture, particularly out of the spinach, to brush the sheets of the dough with a mixture of melted butter and olive oil, but not to get too crazy with that. Don't make it soggy. The cook time, she says it's 30 minute prep time. Cook time is one hour. One recipe I saw said um, prep time 20 minutes. In any case, ready in an hour and thirty minutes, and this she says is servings for for five now, I used to double it and make a really huge pan because I would usually have people over to eat it and it this is on this is for a nine inch pan, so for a nine inch pan, three tablespoons of olive oil. A large onion chopped, and it doesn't, in this one, doesn't say what color. A bunch of green onions, oh, she does say those here, chopped. uh, So that could be scallions or leeks, and leeks are just much thicker, green onions. Two cloves of garlic, I happen to have chopped garlic. Two pounds of spinach, rinsed and chopped, and one half cup of chopped fresh parsley, one teaspoon of fresh grated nutmeg, two eggs lightly beaten, one half cup of ricotta cheese, one cup of crumbled feta cheese, and then she says eight sheets of phyllo dough. I don't even remember how many are in each one of those rolls. One of the people suggests putting the phyllo dough between a couple of moist towels. I didn't do that, but the key is to not let it dry out you want to be able to work with it, but very lightly. And she says separately, a fourth of a cup of olive oil and a fourth of a cup of melted butter. Preheat oven to 350. Lightly oil a nine by nine inch square baking pan. Heat three tablespoons of olive oil in a large skillet over medium heat. Saute onion, green onions, and garlic until soft and lightly browned. Stir in spinach and parsley and nutmeg. And I'm going to see if I can get a hold of dill, like I said. Continue to saute until spinach is limp. About two minutes. So, and some people have used frozen spinach and then you don't have to cook it, but you just want to make sure it's very, very, very well drained. Really squeeze all that liquid out of it with paper towels. Remove from heat and set aside to cool. So I'm going to actually sauté my spinach and onions tonight and then they'll be cool enough to get all the liquid out of tomorrow. In a medium bowl, mix together eggs, ricotta and feta, stir in spinach mixture. So all of that gets mixed together and that's what's going to go between the Layers, not not between the two levels of layers of phyllo dough. Lay one sheet of phyllo dough in a prepared baking pan and brush lightly with olive oil and butter. Lay another sheet of phyllo dough on top and brush with more of that mixture of olive oil and butter. And uh, then do two more of those in the same way. They'll overlap, spread spinach and cheese mixture into the pan and fold over the overhanging dough, f- over the fold that overhang over the filling. Brush with oil and butter, then layer the remaining four sheets of dough, brushing each with the oil and melted butter. Tuck overhanging dough into the pan to seal filling. So, yeah, just tuck it in and... Then pre-cut the pie in the pan. I don't remember this, but I guess I did. Pre-cut the pie and then bless the pie with sprinkling of water. And um, stops the first layer of the phyllo dough from puffing up too high. Bake in that preheated oven 30 to 40 minutes until golden brown. So she's not cooking it for an hour. So check it at 30 or 40 minutes. I'm thinking if it's kept at 325, you could leave it in for an hour easily. But if it's at 350, it may not need the full hour. Remove from the oven and uh, cut in. Now, she doesn't say to pre-cut it in the pan, but that might very well be a good idea, at least to score it, uh, begin to cut it um, in that pan. So, okay, so I am here in the kitchen. I have washed the leeks and I'm going to cut off the root at the very bottom. It's that part that feels hairy. (laughs) And then I'm just going to make slices mostly of the very thick part. I'm only going to do as much of each one of these as there is the part that's really thick down at the bottom. I'm not going to do the big leaves. I'm cutting it in fairly thin slices. In the essence of time, I decided to abbreviate some of the things that you're hearing, uh, just to give you little snippets of, but not to elongate. And so. The next sound that you're hearing is, first I sautéed the onion or the leek on the stove in olive oil and after a few minutes added the spinach. Okay, so I'm sauteing these onions in some extra virgin olive oil, actually these leeks, which are in the form of onions. And I'm going to add some chopped garlic, and this is garlic that's in a container from the grocery store. And um this is, I love to buy this big jar. It's a little ribbed around the top, a big plastic jar. And just take my spoon in there, get a nice big spoonful and plop it in here. It's actually not as strong as peeled or, you know, fresh, really fresh garlic, but it's strong enough. And I'm stirring again from the outside to the center and all around to get this sautéed. I wish I had fresh parsley, but it's okay. I like the flat leaf. That's Italian parsley, and I prefer it. I really want these onions to get i got them at a medium heat and I really want them to be done enough because I know the more, the more they're cooked, the less they will bother anyone. So I'm going to open my spinach. I love spinach and I always did as a kid. My sister and I both did. And I've always loved it raw or cooked. It doesn't matter. Now it's always going to look like it's more than what it is. I'm putting it all in here. I'm not going to chop it up or anything. I've just got it in a big skillet. And I'm putting it all in. The only thing I'm going to have to do is check to make sure that it's all, that it is all in here. But it will cook down. It will shrink. Oh, I love, 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 love spinach. So now, I'm reaching around and I'm, mm, picking up some that fell on the stove, but mostly it's in this pan, and I'm stirring from underneath and then bringing it back out, pushing it down in here. Into the colander it goes, getting ready to sit overnight and drain next day
1: and it's all because she didn't eat her vegetables
3: oh such all a funny song well this one lady said that spinach pie was the way her kids learned to eat spinach
1: or maybe didn't show them properly if she did
3: I was able to get all the liquid out of my spinach and leeks this morning So uncomfortable that there's not going to be excess moisture, I went to the store and got some dill and ricotta cheese and we had parsley flakes we do so I'm just going to use them. So now I am going to I think I'm going to melt a little bit of Smart Balance I've got my phyllo dough back out. I am going to just get probably a couple of tablespoons of Smart Balance. You know what? I am going to do it in the microwave. As much as I don't like microwaves, I think that that's easier. And so gonna get a glass measuring cup, which I think there is one here. Yeah, I'd rather do it in glass than plastic. And I'm gonna just estimate what I think would be approximately couple of tablespoons or so of Smart Balance. I like this. I like to use this better than butter. And, um, all right. Now, and I think it tastes great. So, I'm going to put it in the microwave for about 30 seconds. dill that I got. And I'm just going to use a fair handful of it. I love dill. I love dill in salad. I love dill in, I'm going to rinse it off a little bit here. I love dill in scrambled eggs. I love dill on fish. And I'm going to dry it in a paper towel here. And now I'm putting dill in this bowl. And I'm just using the little more grassy-feeling leaves. Oh, dill. I've had it in salad dressing. I've had it in um, sauces. Yeah, this will be nice. I probably have, oh gosh, maybe I probably have, wouldn't say quite a quarter of a cup, but that will be very good. Okay, there goes that. I need to put this feta cheese in here. And I think this is a, I don't know if she said this was, Six ounces or what? There we go. Good Lord. What is it they say? Like getting into Fort Knox? Wow. I don't even know what pan I'm doing this in. All right, I'm pouring this in my bowl. Crumbled feta. Mm. I always thought that feta was goat cheese, and I think it might be related somehow. But, oh my goodness, I do love goat cheese. Took a little getting used to, but I do like it. Now, ricotta. Plenty of, boy, this is going to be yummy. Mm. Now I'm taking the same spoon I used with the Smart Balance, and I'm just putting this in my bowl. And I'm using my hand to get the last of it out of this container. Nothing wrong with that. My hands are clean. Okay. I'm gonna get out a couple of eggs. Okay. One and two. And I also need parsley flakes. I'm just gonna do like a handful because, oh, I'll tell you what. If you ever, if you ever have a chance to have parsley in your mashed potatoes, I again I like parsley in my scrambled eggs. Dill, cilantro, nutmeg, and I think we do have. Mm, how much did I put in? Mm, a generous generous pinch. Some black pepper. Alright, and feta cheese is salty enough. I'm not going to add salt. Mixing up the cheeses, the herbs, and the eggs. Going to add the spinach and leeks that I did last night. And they feel nice. They're not too moist. I don't feel yeah, that's great. Okay. So now I'm going to mix all this up. I cannot wait. The only thing is I have not even decided what pan to make this in. Some people do this in a round pan, I have seen, but I've also done it in a really large oblong uh, thing, but I'm not this time because I don't think this is going to be as big. Ooh. Ooh. Now here's a really neat oblong glass pan, but let me see because I thought we also had well that might not be a bad idea. I think that's I think this glass pan is gonna be great. So I am going to preheat this oven to 325. 3, 2, ah, 5. Okay, good deal. Now I'm going to put a little bit of olive oil in the bottom of this pan. Just a little to cover the bottom. I'm going to add some olive oil to it. Extra virgin, yum, yum, yum. And I'm taking my spoon that I've been using to stir all this up with, and I'm just going to stir this, these oil and olive oil in Smart Balance. Okay, now, I am going to um, see if we have a pastry brush. I think we do, but I don't recall where it is, and it's okay if we don't because here's one. Okay. All right. Now. this phyllo dough and I know what she said about opening it and putting it between cloths. I don't know if I'm going to do that. (laughs) That would be way too organized. Oh, look at this. It's all in one thing. I thought it was in two sleeves. Hmm, this looks really different. Okay, now this is all one thing. Okay, so, come on. Alright, I am going to open it and I am going to see if I can get, huh, this doesn't look like phyllo dough really, but I guess it is hmm these are supposed to be this is what looks almost more like pie crusts hmm um wow hmm I don't know this doesn't look like what I expected but it may work anyway I mean I may just make it work this doesn't look like real thin sheets I'm gonna take a strip off of this and I'm going to place it at the end that is really strange well it's gonna be different got dough in there now I'm going to brush it. It may still be absolutely fabulous. Brushing it with the butter and olive oil. This is being caught right in the lurch. Who knows? I mean, this is like, she said this was puff pastry. Hey, it may just do that, and it may be absolutely fabulous. Okay, so now... I'm going to put this whole mixture on here <laughs> and I'm um, spreading it around. It still says to put a little more of this oil, buttery stuff on top of this before I put that last sheet on. Now i got the other sheet of dough. What do you make when life hands you lemons? you make spinach pie with a different crust. So now, but it doesn't quite want to fit this, I'm going to tuck this along, tuck it on this end as well. And then I need to take this, I should really use scissors, um, and cut this end, but it'll be okay. As I will make it okay huh. all right now I'm going down here to this end with this and I'm also taking this on the side tucking it in now she also said in one recipe to slightly cut it which eh, I don't know I might wow I bet it's gonna be delicious So I'm going to take this little knife, and I am going to do this. I'm going to cut down through a little bit, and I'm just going to make rows of this, and then I'm going to come up here. Okay, a few drops of water on top. Voila, it's going in the oven. And you know what? It was absolutely delicious. Um, Des and I both ate it, and she, she told me that there was phyllo dough in shells, which looked, I think, more like little tart shells, and... Then there was puff pastry. This was puff pastry, but there was not phyllo dough in sheets. So I will be checking. I wasn't with her, but I will be checking and asking because I know I used to buy it um, and just see. But wow, it came out great anyway. I cooked it for an hour, actually maybe a little bit longer because the heat, well, I had it at 325. It went for... A little over an hour. And it could have gone to a higher temperature, um, at least for the end, but it came out great.
1: Pardon me, did
0: I hear you say spinach?
3: Would you like to have Cooking with the Hazelnuts as a podcast? You can subscribe manually. The URL is http colon slash slash acbradio.org slash hazelnuts.xml. Thank you for listening.
0: All right, everybody, today we're going to make an air fryer meatloaf. So we're going to do all the steps, putting it in the air fryer. This will be the first time I have ever attempted to cook a meatloaf in the air fryer. And I have watched several YouTubes. There are some adaptions that I've, that we've made to the air fryer, like you know, such as pans and things like that. And so you'll have to be kind of innovative. And either buy a little meatloaf silicone liner, a meatloaf pan with has a liner in it, like I did, and some other things. But um, you'll you'll get there. So the first thing that I'm going to do is we have some crusty rolls. They're little tiny baguettes. They are. Um, well, they were frozen, and now we're going to. Uh, well, they actually they still are frozen. Oh, boy, they're hard. I'm going to just drop them in. There's one. There's two baguettes. And we're going to put the lid on the Vitamix. Then I've got a pusher here that comes with the Vitamix. I'm going to put it in the top of the Vitamix and try to push this down a little while we pulse it to give uh, the Vitamix a chance to work on breadcrumbs that are frozen. So let's turn the Vitamix on get me an onion I got you an onion all right and then uh we're gonna have to put that in the
1: eat some garlic too
0: chopper you, you got you got some garlic I'm gonna get it get like about what what four cloves maybe uh, we'll, yeah
1: maybe
0: we'll actually do the uh we'll, we'll mince the garlic this time in our garlic mincer right
1: yeah you can do that I'm sure it'll be smaller
0: oh look at that just a
1: second okay okay I'm gonna cut it in quarters Okay. Put
0: them on your plate with your onion. It's a mild jalapeno with no seeds. All right, so that it's more mild. When you when you seed the jalapeno, they are they're mild. Now I'm going to go get the um, the pull and chop. We have to wash our implements. Dream Farms is a great garlic press. All right, now the first thing I'm going to do is chop the onions and jalapenos in this pull chopper and if you were with us last time the uh, I talked about this okay we're gonna put the top on it and we're going to pull the st- string on this I've
1: got the salt in I'm looking for the pepper
0: I just love this chopper you guys, it makes work so much easier I'm putting pepper, oh this is nice, it's got a little tiny Oh, that way I won't get too much. Ooh, smell that jalapeno pepper! Can you smell it? I'm smelling black pepper. Because mm. that's what I'm putting in here. Okay, I'm gonna wash the blades here, and the bowl is right next to you. Okay.
1: You wanted some Parmesan?
0: Yeah. Okay. Do you have it? In, is it in the fridge still?
1: I will find it, and it's uh. Actually, in the freezer, it's the uh, grated Parmesan from the deli. Yum. So it's kind of coarse, more coarse than the other stuff. Yeah. So put a handful, maybe a quarter cup. And it has no
0: filler in either. Here. Like some of the canned Parmesan has a lot of, uh, like, uh, what is that, cellulose fiber?
1: Yep.
0: Which won't hurt you, but still, I have it if you can have pure... And I will go ahead and grab a couple of eggs in a moment, but okay, first...
1: I have that all mixed up.
0: Okay, so... I'll,
1: I'll put the... Wait a second. got to put some Italian seasoning in there, uh, which I don't know if we have. Okay. But I will...
0: I'll, I'll put this garlic... If you ever seen a garlic press... Uh, It's just a normal garlic press, except it's all metal, and you put it in. The neat thing about the garlic press is that it has a, you squeeze it, the peel comes up on the top, you remove the peel, and the rest of the garlic is in this little screen that you just, so um, then you just use a little flicker lever, (laughs) and it pushes you hear it. And it pushes the garlic right out. It's great. Dream Farms on QVC or dreamfarms.com, I think. Or just do a search for it. Go find it on Amazon. Australia. Australian. Australia. It's from down under. Sorry, Australian guys. (laughs) Well, that's all right. You can't do a Minnesotan accent either. All right, here we go. I'm going to squeeze this. And let me see. Maybe you'll be able to hear it. I, did, I didn't cut it by the way, I just didn't
1: Crush, kill, destroy
0: Yeah okay. And there's a little peel on top
1: Here's either some basil or some Italian I'll put some in and then I'm going to go read it <laughs>
0: Uh-oh. It's fine. Okay. Uh oh Okay.
1: As long as we can find some oregano to go with it If it's basil, otherwise blend would be
0: good and the peel just comes right I wish you could see this, guys This uh, little peeler is so cool Not, Well, not peelers uh, Garlic press
2: ID made quest 8 gigabyte card Battery low, please connect power adapter now ID mode.
0: Connected to make our network.
2: Product um. spice, supreme basil leaves.
1: Basil. Yep. So I gotta find some oregano.
2: Uh.
0: I'm crushing another garlic clove. just open it up and press a little button and the peel just comes right out. And all the crushed garlic is right here. Oops. That's all right. It's just, that was me.
1: No. Was it? Uh-huh. All
0: right. I'll me. let you take credit. Okay. <laughs> now we're going to wash the... the battery now. Okay, the garlic is in there.
1: Okay. It smells like good garlic.
0: Oh uh, uh, doesn't
1: it? Yeah. Are these the peels for the garlic?
0: Yes, you want to throw those away? Yep, I will. All right, I'm going to grab a couple of eggs now. Now, remember, a beet loaf, you can make it your own. And And just because I put garlic in here doesn't mean you should or jalapeno or whatever. And we're going to crack a couple of eggs. We have two eggs. We're going to crack them. One. Put it in the bowl with the extra stuff that I have here with the seasonings and the garlic and onion. Crack another one too. And that goes in the bowl. Throw the eggshells away. Wash my hands. And now we are uh, what you doing over there?
1: Looking for oregano.
0: Oh, okay. Do you want me to come over there and read? hmm Alright, let me wa- I'm gonna dry my hands and I'm gonna read
1: some. Yeah, you can. I'll get uh, the meat and stuff and mix it
0: in. Alright. Start mixing it. And then we'll put in a pinch of oregano.
1: Like a
0: half teaspoon? Yeah, something like something that. Like that. No. Oh man, can you smell that? No. Smell that. Oregano. Oh Oh yeah. Alright. You don't use much oregano because it's uh It's strong. Strong stuff. There we go. No, I didn't measure it, I just <laughs> Well a lot of people say eyeballed it, so we'll just Maybe give uh, you
1: fingertipped. We it.
0: fingertipped it, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. In goes a, a roll of sausage Smells good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think I'd
0: want to eat it raw, though. Oh, I would. Oh, go ahead, then. Okay. Taste it. See if it's good enough. Mm. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. I uh, never yeah. do that. Never.
1: No, he really did. He tasted it. I did.
0: <laughs> okay, I did.
1: You can believe what you want.
0: Uh, i got to cut this... Uh, Put plastic off the oregano so I can put the cover back on. If you don't I just ripped it real like, like some kind of a cave animal. Alright,
1: okay. Sausages and I'll get the beef. Um did you put in the vegetables, the uh, chopped
0: pepper and onions? I did not. Okay, I'll get
1: them. 'em. I'll need some Worcestershire sauce. Do we have some
0: still? Oh, I don't know. I don't think we do.
1: Haley in. She wants to see what we're
0: doing. No, she doesn't. She wants to taste what we're doing. Yeah. Come
1: on, Haley. Good girl.
0: I'll dump in the veggies. I'm right here.
1: Okay. Boy,
0: there's a lot of them, too.
1: That's good. It'll keep it moist while it's air-frying and baking (laughs) in the (laughs) air-fryer. Here. We've got the meat.
0: We've got the meat. We'll plop it in there. Gonna wash the um, chopper bowl. Get all, make sure all the vegetables are out of there, the jalapeno and the onion and the garlic. Mmm, boy, smell that stuff. Smells good. The garlic wasn't in that bowl, was it? Nope. No. No. Okay. It's that's our. Oh, that's already in. Just being. Clear. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's all in. Okay,
1: I'm looking for Worcestershire, and I probably won't
0: we'll find it, so I'm not gonna. You have You want the steak sauce?
1: Um, where's that? In the
0: fridge? Yeah, it. Well, I don't know. I'll go get the steak sauce. Huh? hmm
1: that bottle away yeah uh there's not
0: a lot in here
1: so. and i don't know if we're going to need no. any liquid in there or not
0: uh, but i can get some tomato sauce ready all oh, right we're going to need some
1: yeah.
0: wait are, are we going to use tomato sauce or oh, uh, actually, all of this spaghetti sauce
1: right? oh, okay or, i don't know
0: yeah do we have some handy uh-huh all right, I'll wait until you get that. I'll
1: be there. It's
0: over here on okay. the table. Oh. Okay, put some in. Well,
1: I don't know if you need any. Well, maybe
0: you do. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right. So let's have all the ingredients are in the bowl. First the dry, then the wet, then the meat. Um, Wet meat, the vegetables and the eggs. And now, I will mix it. The
1: meat sauce the spaghetti sauce. We're almost ready to put it in the air fryer. Mm -hmm.
0: Now, while I'm doing this, why don't you explain to the audience, if we have an audience. You out there, audience? You guys out there? (laughs)
1: <laughs> there they are.
0: Um, tell them about the adaption that we made for our air fryer to put this meatloaf in. Oh,
1: well, it's kind of strange. I've got a little quiche pan. It's a, a ceramic round dish that sits in the bottom. It's really shallow. It sits in the bottom of our 12-quart air fryer. It's got a square rack that fits over it. Um, and we're going to put a <laughs> silicone meatloaf pan liner inside the fryer on top of the rack that's on top of the pan for the meat to drip into. Uh, This liner has holes in it, and it will drain the fat away from the meatloaf.
0: Before you start uh, these projects, you're going to have to make some kind of adaptions for your fryers sometimes. Yeah, you're going to
1: have to figure out what you got, what will fit, what will work.
0: Uh, That's what we did. Now remember, we have not air fried a meatloaf before. And you're going to take a little trip inside the fryer and take the temperature of the meatloaf, and then you're going to actually hear us eat the meatloaf to see if it's any good or not.
1: After you get let out of the air fryer.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And uh, you'll be happy to note this is perfect consistency. Good texture? Good, good. Oh, it's perfect! Oh, it's the baguettes gave it the right consistency, along with mm. the all the vegetables and. The,
1: Is it moist? Yet, oh, firm? Oh, God, yeah.
0: <laughs> now remember, with the meatloaf, you don't want to overmix because it'll get tough.
1: Right here, I've got the silicone. Uh, pan liner loaf pan liner is a small loaf, which is how it's so uh, easy to fit it into the air fryer. Uh, it's about eight nine inches long, uh, about five inches wide, and maybe three and a half inches deep, just like a small loaf. And it has holes in the bottom, and it's got these little ridges in the bottom that hold it up off the bottom of the the liner.
0: And it should drip away nicely. I like silicone. I do too. Silicone yes. is, is great. We've got silicone uh, gloves.
1: silicone muffin pans. Silic- silicone. cake pans. Yeah. Silicone steamers. Oh, they go in the microwave. And we've got silicone, uh, what do you call those splatter screen things that, that you...
0: Uh, silicone... Splatter guards.
1: Splatter guards, yeah. They're just round, disc-shaped things with handles on the side and holes all the way across and over the top, or,
0: or all uh, all across the surface. Now, what we're gonna do sometime is we're gonna make a meatloaf roll-up. So uh, we're gonna actually line it with uh, cheese and spinach and roll it up into a roll. That does sound good. Maybe some mushrooms. Yeah, we're gonna just we're gonna try that. At some point.
1: How's it going?
0: It's going fine, except I'm glad I caught this because inside I have found. Uh oh. A piece of uh, baguette that didn't. Uh, Just
1: crush it with your fingers. That's
0: what I'm doing. Yeah. Good job. Okay, here's your meatloaf.
1: Alright, I'll put it in the pan. You can go set the
0: fryer. Well, I will as soon as I wash my hands.
1: Yeah, of course. Oh, that's perfect. It looks like a giant meatball. I know it
0: does.
1: And it is perfect texture. Yeah. The consistency.
0: Not too wet, not too dry.
1: Yeah. Shaping it into a loaf of meat. And I'm going to put it in this silicone liner.
0: Actually I'll just wait till you get uh, silicone get it in there and then I'll set it when I
1: Then you put it in there?
0: I'll put it in there,
1: yeah. Oh it's gonna be it's gonna fill up this thing really good. I mean it's gonna fill up the liner? Yeah, there won't be any um room for much of anything else. Okay, it is yours.
0: Oh really? Okay,
1: let me go open the fryer. But cook it
0: first, remember? Yeah.
1: Do you want me to carry it over?
0: Um if you want to, yeah. Alright.
1: Watch
0: me drop it because it's slippery. Oh don't. Do you want to say I that?
2: Mind? I won't. <clears throat> Is okay. it open? Yep. Okay. You can just put
0: it right in there. Wow,
1: does that ever fit perfectly? Good. You see?
0: Mm hmm. All right. Oh, that's really good.
1: It is. I have a little tiny sliver of onion that I can poke right into the top of (laughs) it. Mace not, want not. And there we go.
0: All right. I'll close the fryer. Um, this is the 12-quart rotisserie fryer that Debbie and I just love.
1: And me.
0: Oh, yeah, and you too, obviously.
1: I've all got a hazelnut. All
0: right, you can be an honorary, honorary hazelnut. I'm
1: not too close
2: hazelnut.
0: All right, there's the power button. Now I'm going to set it to manual. And then we got to come over here and set uh, the the time.
1: Sorry.
0: Set it for 40 minutes. Now set the temperature. And that's got to go 22 times, and that'll be 353. And we hit start. You want to
1: tell why you have to go 22 times? Uh,
0: because it goes up in increments of 9. <laughs> and don't tell me why. Huh? Don't ask me why.
1: don't ask me why.
0: Don't ask me why. And you can hear the fryer. Um. I'm going to set the timer. I'm, Alexa is offline right now. I've got a, a... She lost her Wi-Fi connection, so I've got to go in here and... S- I've got a Echo Dot, so I'm going to set a timer on there for 40 minutes because you want to make sure... I I always want to be sure that I've got my time set correctly. Alexa, set a 40-minute timer.
2: And I don't have time to go all, them, but
0: all right. Um, We got to get Alexa back online. You know when things go offline, it's kind of a pain because you're so used to doing everything uh, These days with everything online All right, you can hear the fryer And we will come back after 40 minutes, and let you know how it has progressed. Well, believe it or not, about a month and a half has passed. I set the air fryer for one more cycle, so it was close to an hour before the meatloaf was done. That's why I tell you guys, be sure and have a meat probe at your disposal so you can check it. You don't just set these things and forget them. After the meatloaf was done, I turned it over because I like my meatloaf a little more brown on all edges. So I turned the whole thing over. I just turned it over like a big pancake or a big loaf of meat. And it was brown after about 10 minutes. So these things you have to experiment with. If you were to take it out after 40 minutes, On the YouTube that I watched, uh, it would have been at probably 140 degrees, and that is just not right for a meatloaf. So check your facts, and then make it your own by making sure everything is done with a meat probe. In my kitchen, it's essential. All right, continuing on, I have... Something I would like to show you guys. This is a demonstration of a skill set on the Amazon Echo. And what is meant by a skill set? Well, it's a program that you can enable by going to the Alexa app. (laughs) She just woke up. And... Uh, looking for skills, and then you can actually uh, enable them. And it's just like making it, well, it it is. It's making her learn more things. This skill was brought to my attention by a friend of mine. Her name is Jenea. So, Janea if you're listening to this, thank you for letting me know about this awesome skill. What it is is a skill that lets you look at recipes and shows you step-by-step instructions on how to make them. It's really pretty neat. Open Chef Assistant.
2: Hello, Chef. I am here to help you cook. How can I be of service? If you want to know what I can do, say help. Help. Simply say, find by keyword or find by ingredients. Say saved recipes to pick from a list of saved recipes. Say cancel or stop at any time to exit.
0: Search by keywords.
2: Okay, say a keyword you would like
0: to search with. Carrot cake.
2: I added carrot cake. Say another keyword or say begin search if you would like me to begin searching.
0: Begin search.
2: Here's what I found 1. Pineapple carrot cake with cream cheese frosting. 2. Crock-Pot Carrot Cake with Cream Cheese Frosting 3. Carrot Cake Blondies with Cinnamon Cream Cheese Frosting 4. Light Carrot Cake 5. Carrot Cake Loaf with Cream Cheese Frosting 6. Carrot Cake Breakfast Bites Hello Healthy 7. Yummy Scrummy Carrot Cake 8. Gluten-Free Carrot Cake with Cream Cheese Frosting 9. Sweet Potato Carrot Cakes 10. The Carrot Cake Say the number corresponding to the recipe you would like to select. 9. You have selected sweet potato carrot cakes. Serve 6. Ready in 45 minutes. Here are the ingredients. 1 cup carrots. 4 teaspoons coconut flour. 6 servings coconut oil. 4 eggs. half teaspoons ground cinnamon. 1 quarter teaspoons ground ginger. 1 dash nutmeg one quarter teaspoon sea salt, one cup sweet potato. Would you like me to read the steps step by step or all at once? You may also say save recipe to save this recipe or say what are the ingredients for me to repeat the ingredients. You may also say set multiplier to a number to multiply the servings for this
0: recipe. All at once.
2: In a large mixing bowl add coconut flour, cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, and salt and whisk to combine. Add shredded sweet potato and carrots and toss to evenly coat with coconut flour mixture. In a small bowl, whisk the eggs together. Add to sweet potato and carrots and mix to evenly incorporate. Heat a large skillet over medium heat and add coconut oil, just enough to slightly cover the bottom of skillet. Spoon the mixture into cakes that are about four to six diameters and cook for about two to three minutes on each side or until golden. Only flip once like you would a pancake. Makes about six to eight cakes. Depends on the size you make them. Mm. You can say step by step or all at once. You may also say save recipe to save this recipe.
0: Save recipe.
2: Recipe saved. You can say step by step or all at once. You may also say save recipe to save this recipe. Cancel. Goodbye.
0: And that's all there is to it, ladies and gentlemen. Chef assistant. Oh, man, and I find the skill very, very well thought out and very well done. And I hope you enjoyed this demonstration. How would you like to submit a recipe to us? Just tell us the recipe you'd like to submit on Twitter at ACB Hazelnuts. That's A-C-B Hazelnuts, H-A-Z-E-L-N-U-T-S. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Have something to offer? Just tweet us. We're running late. Oh, man. See you next time.